Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. Welcome to The Buff Show. We have an exciting market update for you. So we're this is a market update for October, and we're, we are reviewing September's numbers. So yep. I got my co-host, anchor, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Ben Larson here. Heavy on the mister. <laughs> so what are, we, what are we seeing right now, Ben? So we're going to do new listings. And in September of 2022, we had 5,109 new listings. And this September, we only had 4,703. So... We dove off pretty hard at about a 7.9% decrease. Yeah, which is so. crazy because, and when you look back at October of 2022 last year, like we had a 14% decrease then. Mm-hmm. So well, like- I, I think you're seeing a lot of that. We're creeping up on the holidays, yeah. winter time. You know, if you look at our graphs, I don't know if you can see those. We can get it. Yeah, cold we'll pull it up. Yeah. Every year around this time, we drop way, way down, you know, right. from that prime real estate. So that could have a lot to do with it, but year over year, we are trending down. Yeah, for sure. Pending sales. So pending sales in September of 2022, we were 2,900 and September, 2023, we're 2,898. So a negative 2% decrease in pending sales, not a huge decrease. The biggest decrease we had was a year ago. So I think one thing I want to highlight is We've been about a year into these rough rot waters. Sure. And so all of the big drastic changes happened a year ago. So if we look at, at October of last year, we went from 4,900 pending sales in October of 2021 to 2,500. So a 48% Huge decrease. Kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Massive drop. And now we're only 2%. Two, 2%. So now it's like, we did this a year ago, and now we're just like... It's like we fell off the cliff already, and yeah. we, we're just bouncing at the bottom like yeah. this instead of big drops. Exactly. So it, It's definitely... like It's not as exciting to talk about because all of our numbers are just pretty similar right. to what we've been saying. Snail, we're snail racing right yeah. now instead of having big swings and exciting times. But it is good to pay attention to if you're definitely in the market right now because you still have to time it well. Well, I guess closed sales. I, I spoke too soon. We're doing closed sales now. In September of 2022, we had 3,929 actual homes close. In September of 2023, this year, we had 3,108. So we lost 20% of actual homes closing. But if you think about it, if you if you look at how many houses were on the market to where we are now, we really haven't lost year over year, in my opinion, a whole lot. About 800 less month to month. To where in October of 22 to October of 2023, yeah. there were 2,000 houses. Right, right. So we, were, we are 20%, but 20% well, of a small number. Yeah, that's because like hardly anything's selling right now. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it, it might seem a little more doom and gloom, but we're just kind of sluggish. Yeah, we're just not selling anything. But, well, what was the peak on our closed sales in, what was that, so, 2021? Was 20, 2020 was the peak of our like ever close sales in a given month. And I think we were just under 7,000 in a month, like yeah. 7,500. That, that was or, our, sorry, 60, 670, 6,700-ish was our peak. It was, and, it was probably a spring month or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that, like, I remember it back then and it was just nuts. 
I mean, we're down over double of that now. And so, and the market just is like, I mean, it feels like there's hardly a heartbeat. I mean, there's a heartbeat, but it's just not moving compared to like it, like it was, but you're right. Like we only lost 800, 800 closings in one month, but that's a big difference when it's comparing small numbers. Right. And the reason why I say that is we lost 800 one month, but from the height of that crazy market till now, we're a little over, little over 3,000 houses difference. Right. And that's, so, that's like three years. Is yeah. All. That's a, that's a quick steep fall. What, what's bizarre to me is how fast the market changes. It's just crazy. Once you think you have it figured out, it like interest rates go to 7%. Yep. Or you try to predict the pony, but you'll never know when a fly is going to bite it on the ass. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to say <laughs> I love it. That's so, a perfect way to uh, describe the real estate. So days are marked until sell. So these are the average number of days between when a property is listed and when an offer is accepted in a given month. So we are, last year we were about 42 days on market. We've actually gone up to 52. So we've gone 10 extra days on average, which is a 23% increase on days on market, which is crazy. Cause if we look at like almost a year ago, homes were on the market for about 20 to 24 days. So we've over doubled from a year ago. And this is a number that we as, as agents really pay attention to because this is what makes our hearts hurt when our sellers aren't getting offers. Right. They're not getting off market. So the higher that comes, that's when we really have to prepare our, our sellers. Like, hey, we are at the bottom. We are in this slug era. You've got to really mentally prepare yourself for a long time on market. People yeah. are taking their time to shop now. You know, it's, it's. There's like no motivation. Yeah. Well, no motivation. And people are, everyone's scared right. on both sides. So yeah. be patient. Be understanding with us that that even though we could have the perfect game plan, if there's not a buyer or there's not a seller out there, it's just time right now. Yeah, that's what, like I have a number of listings and there's one in particular. We've had a ton of showings, but they're just like, it seems like everybody's just tire kicking. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not ready to pull the trigger and they're looking for the perfect property. Like sure. they're being way more picky. And so- Which you can't blame them either. I can't blame them. You know, no. they have time. That's that's the, the name of the game. Yeah, so. they feel, and I, I would be the same way. Like right now, there's no pressure on the buyer's end. They're yep. just like, well, it rates suck. And unless I find the property that I really love and I want to drop a ton of money every month in, in interest payments- you also see that due diligence going way up too. Yeah. People are willing to do a lot more skirt, oh, skirt lifting. Right. Than, than <laughs> skirt they lifting. did before. I like that. Is that what due diligence is? Yeah. You got to look under the skirt, look under the hood. I mean, you got to make sure everything's where it needs to be, how it needs to be there. And that is funny. And if you're not feeling that pressure from multiple offers and stuff, of course you're going to. Yeah. You know, go through all those steps before you have to put an offer out. Well, it's good to do it. Last month we had Wayne on here with, he's with a radon company here in Utah. And we talked about radon and I had never tested, like any property I bought, I never tested it for radon. Tested my own home, it was a level 30. Oh yeah, I remember you it saying that. Yeah. What are you gonna, I'm like, are you, are you gonna? We already mitigated it, I Perfect. got it down. So it's been in for like three days now and we're below one. 
It's crazy Perfect. what those systems do. So, so keep, keep that in mind, everybody. Radon isn't as scary as it looks, but it needs to be mitigated. Yeah. Three well, days. And do your due diligence. Like yeah. I could have easily tested and had the sellers pay for that when I bought that house. Easy peasy. Or, like, or no. even had it tested and when you were doing your remodel, you could have done it then. Oh, way easier than mm-hmm. what I had to go through this time to do it. Yeah. So, okay. Median sales price. Remember, this one is where you take all the sales and you just start knocking them off to the end until you get to the middle numbers. Um, we like this one better. We feel it's a little more accurate on what it means because it kicks off those oddballs at the high and low end. So September of 2023, or excuse me, of 2022, your median sales price was 490000 September of 2023, you're 489000 So we've gone down $1,000. <laughs> so the, the big dip that we're all waiting for, I don't think it's coming. Well, I think it's happened. I think That's like a horrible said. big dip. Like, no, yeah, I guess the from... Dip- a year and a half ago. That yeah. Was. I mean, because we were we were over 500. We were like 550. Here's another one of those good spots to in, interject a chart. Yeah. Know. We peaked, we dropped, and we've, we've been a fairly steady climb. And right now we're just kind of flat rating. So. Yeah. From yeah. 2021, give or take. Right. 2022 is really where it peaked. Right. And then this this will show you how different median and average are. Because if you look at the averages, our average sales price in 2022 was 622 and now we're up to 654 so we're actually up 5.2% on our average again we i like median i prefer median but what whatever one you want to use we're and, we're we're basically plateauing in my opinion and i think that average why it's kind of thrown off right now is you're seeing some really high end homes that are still moving mm-hmm. because let's be honest in in certain price points People aren't getting loans. They're not really affected by the market themselves. Yeah. It's more yeah. a need and a want. Right. And I think those are skewing that average. I agree with so. that. Yeah, the, the lows and the highs are typically people that are just cash. And yeah, so they're just paying for it. All right. Percent of original list price received. So basically what this number means is when we ask for, well, I'll just read it because I don't butcher it. How about that? <laughs> Percentage found when dividing property sales price by, by by the original list price. So basically, how much are we getting from, how close are we to our original asking offer? So in 2022, we were getting about 95.9% in September. In 2023, we're getting 96.4. So we're actually getting a little bit closer to our asking price Yeah, this percent. month. But yeah. I think it's, it's still so small that it's really... Right inconsequential so well it is it is good to know that most houses on average are dropping you know four to five percent on their from their list price so there is negotiations there's negotiations it's nice like when i'm working with a buyer right now it's nice because we can be a little bit more aggressive um we can ask for the sellers for more things they can get closing costs like depending on the clients and what we're what our goals are well I, i recently had a client that yeah, rates are horrible, and they were self-employed, and they needed they needed a a big seller paid closing, right? Yeah, and even in a healthy market, sometimes you don't get that. But because this negotiation happens, is we were able to give them full asking, and they were able to give us a whole bunch of money to even make the loan work. So it really the only way for them to get that loan was to get that money back yeah. from the seller from the closing cost from yeah. the closing cost like seller paid class. How much so, did they end up getting? 15,000 and, and it was 15,000 to use to whatever they want for the loan, down payment Dang. and closing costs, buying down, buying the rate. down a rate, wow. whatever they wanted. Yeah. The nice thing about that too is 
<laughs> that's money that buyers would have had to come up with cash. Yeah. And so it's yep. basically 15 grand additional cash that they don't have to worry about because it's coming from the seller. Yep. So, and, and the bank sees it the same way. Right. Okay. Housing affordability index. Mm. So Ben really likes we this one. Again, <laughs> yeah, we did. So this measures how affordable things are for home buyers. And basically what you need to know is the higher the number, the better. And we are at all-time lows. We're at 66 this year. Last year, we were at 73. During 2011 and 12, we were like at above 180, 190-ish. So that that shows you like things were way more affordable. And this goes off of interest rates and I think the medium price home. And the medium income. And the income, yeah. So basically, the medium income meets up with the median price home. Yeah, that is and, 100. And, and rates, yeah. And rates. And so... We are down 9.6%. So things have continued to get less affordable due to interest rates, housing housing prices, and wages. So, so all of those that you have children out there, either slave labor or get ready to start selling them. <laughs> yeah, for because real. Because it's, it's, well, it's tough. It is tough. I think people are finding ways to work around it, though. You got a lot of dual incomes. You have people renting out their basements, doing Airbnbs. A, a lot creative. of... AUD mm -hmm. is helping qualified loans as well right yeah. now. So if you want to hit us up on that. What did I say? AUD. Accessory dwelling unit. ADU. Yeah. Banks are actually starting to have programs that will allow you to pre-count that rent toward your loan. So hit us up. We have a lot of lenders that will help you out with that. Okay. Inventory. Is this me? Inventory of homes for sale. So basically what we have available on the market. So last year in September, we had 13,548. And this year we have 11,478. So the inventory is down a little bit in September. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like we're down, but I almost feel like the pressure is not as bad this year. Does that yeah. make sense? There, that 11,000 staying right around that 11,000 where last year I feel like it was we were getting new listings and coming off the market. So the pressure was a little bit faster. Right. Even though the inventory was up. Yeah. Well, and this is interesting because back in the speed and height of the market, we were having like three to 6,000 homes, not 3,000. I think we, yeah. I don't think we ever had that, but we did for sure were in the 6,000 range. Yeah. Yeah. In October of last year, yeah. we were at 6,000. We were in the 6,000. No, we did have some threes like January that we were in like the fours. Mm -hmm. Like we had, an insane low amount of inventory. And that was rough. So now we have much more inventory and it's better. So it's a bummer that we've actually lost some inventory, but I, I would stay, still say there's like a good surplus. If you're looking for a house, there's plenty of options to and, look and, at. And one thing buyers remember too is come toward the end of the year, that inventory goes up because the sales were kind of going down. People aren't looking as hard. And then it'll start picking back up in the spring and stuff. So if, if you're a buyer, honestly, over the winter and and late fall months is a good time to really look because there's tons of inventory. Sellers might be more willing to negotiate. Oh, they get so motivated. Yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind. If if you have that luxury of being able to buy during that time, look into it. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I've I've been able to land quite a few buyers some good deals by looking being by getting really aggressive toward the end of the year because a lot of people set goals like, hey, I just want this moved by Christmas yeah. or things. I want to be in my new home by Christmas yeah. or and 
they want their money. They want their funds. They don't want to be thinking about it. They want to have to do snow removal. Like there's so many things that people have to worry about carrying a home through winter. Well, and, and houses are meant to be lived in, especially if somebody's moved out or if they've had a, a, a parent or spouse or whoever die yeah. and they've moved on, homes start falling apart if they're not maintained yeah. or at least lived in. And pipes start yeah. freezing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Water running, heater going. Yeah. So. All right. Lastly, but not least, month supply of inventory. So this is the inventory of homes for sale at the end of a given month divided by the average monthly pending sales from the last 12 months. So we, last year we were at 3.4 months supply. We're at 3.7. So we have slightly more supply, which is interesting because our listings went down, but our closed sales went down. So I think that's what's throwing this off. So we actually have more supply, month supply of inventory because our closings have dropped. Right. Even though our listings have dropped. Our inventory is now stagnant. It's not ever refreshing with buy sells. So right. that As what much, came on yeah. two months ago might still be there to a month ago to now. So. Right. And then lastly, I just wanted to cover like interest rates right now. They're hovering around seven and a quarter, seven and a half. As of today, today's October 18th, we have 10,000 or sorry, last year on this day, we had 10,152 homes on the market as of today. And today there are 9,541, which, so we're down slight, like 6%, which is what we saw in those other numbers. Market's interesting. It definitely has, we're not seeing the big swings like we were. Sure. I feel like we've done this drop and now we're just kind of like bouncing around waiting to see what the next I, big move is. Like I, what, I have an opinion and I want you to let's, either crumple let's it up it. and throw it right back at me or okay. or take it. I want to hear it. I, I feel personally that I, I feel other than the price, we're in a healthy market. Yeah. People, buyers aren't making rash decisions and getting to homes without look, knowing what they are. And sellers aren't. You know, they're, they're actually going to have time to put their houses up. We're, we're doing mm-hmm. more contingencies. It's not just this Wild West shootout. Right. It's slowed down to people can think, process. I, I th- still think there's some quirkiness from the price increases, and I don't think they're going down, but I think our expectations are finally going to catch up with it eventually. Right. But I'd say we're a fairly healthy market. Yeah. I would say pace-wise, we're healthy. I still feel like closings and like... I, more activity, I think we could see more of because like so many people sure. are priced out that they're just like sitting on the sidelines. Sure. There's a lot of fence sitters right now. And my fear is, is if prices or interest rates change, we're going to have all this demand that's been locked up and the floodgates are going to open and then people are going to be crazy again. And that's my concern. Instead of instead of uh, a nice even flow, we're going to be surging and then dead yeah. and surging dead and surging dead. Yeah. But I feel like that's the market. Like it's always high and lows. What's going to give up first, the American consumer or the federal interest rate? Probably the interest rate, I bet. We have election year coming up and I think things are going to get wild again. Yeah. And I, I think all it takes is them to drop. All they have to do is lower interest rates and it's going to go gangbusters again. For sure. And then prices are just going to go up because people are, what today is doing is it's accustoming buyers and sellers to these new payments. And so that max threshold of monthly payments that they can afford is continually getting pushed up. And so even if rates drop, 
there's going to be an influx of buyers, which then they're going to be like, oh, we'll pay 50 grand oh, yeah. above asking. And I was like, going to pay that last yeah. year and this now I can pay it with this year with yeah. that lower rate. I can yeah. buy a bigger house. Right. They're yeah. going to be looking at their payments and not necessarily the price. Sure. And so that's where it gets uh, tricky, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I We're just there's our for the ride. There's, there's Peyton Anderson's <laughs> prediction. Yeah. What's yours? Total and utter chaos. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, I don't think we're going to have any big swings. I think we're going to stay just like this. Yeah. And when I say the feds are the people, I don't think like people are going to be like, oh, I'll give up, lower our houses and affordability. I think people are just going to do what they need to do. They're going to start younger kids are going to have to come to the realization like, hey, we are going to have to buy a house and rent it immediately. We're going to have to start looking at a home and making the basement rentable or yeah, being really not just creative with financing, but with creative with living. And yeah. I, I think that sucks, but I think that's how you get a foot up and keep moving right now, yeah. especially a young buyer. Well, I had this conversation because like our rentals have started to drop too. And I'm like, if people aren't buying and people aren't renting, where are people at right now? Yep. Like, where are they? Mm -hmm. I think they're just, they're making it work. They're yep. getting creative. But like I said, if the floodgates open, because rents and housing prices have been skyrocketing so far, so fast. We bought like some of our two bedroom units when we first bought them, probably, what year was it? It's been maybe eight years. We were like 600 bucks. We're 1500 bucks a month now. Right. Those. It's just well, insane. And, and like you, you, probably, you probably stole them when you bought them back then. Yeah, the you price know, was amazing. Under 200, probably yeah. give or take for a rental wasn't unheard uh -huh. of. Townhomes in the 150s right. to 200s. Right. Now you can't find a townhome town under 350. Mm -hmm. And if it is, it's 100 years old and, right. you know, yeah. has one bedroom. Right. So. So it'll be, it's going to be interesting. This, this winter, I mean, last year we had a heavy, heavy winter. And I think that slowed some people down. Unless you live near a ski resort and stuff. It's good if you're in those areas. But it's hard to want to move in the wintertime. It so. is. We're having a baby in December, so it's like perfect timing. I planned this one perfect because it'll be in the slow season. I hope you have the most busy December you ever have <laughs> just because you said that. <laughs> I Knock so on too. wood. I'll take it. I'll take so. it. But I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed this. If you have any other questions or want to talk with us, we're here. So Yeah, call us. See ya.